What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bit by Bit podcast, the only show approved for robot consumption. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Phillips, alongside the Thunderwear from Down Underwear, Blake Walker. <laughs> doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Don't question my logic. Uh, I liked it, though. I give it. I give that an A plus cool. for creativity. All right, good deal. It was good. good. Deal. All right, all right. Sorry, keep going. This week, we're going to talk to you guys about what's going on in the uh, mobile market in the cell phone area of things. Yeah. So everybody's got one. So everyone, let's talk about them. Let's talk about them. Oh, this is good. This is good. This is gonna be a great podcast. Yeah, off on a good foot. Here. Um, so I got a I got a little intro story here. Let's do it. So when I was in high school, uh, I kind of became a cell phone hoarder. Yeah. Uh, Back when you actually I, bought the phones, you didn't just lease them. Oh no, we we traded them like Pokemon cards. <laughs> wow. Okay. And. Here's the thing is, like, my parents were like, mm, no, like, that's that's your phone. So, and my, whenever my phone would either stop working or, you know, if I if I wanted a different one, um, I would have to save up money and buy it and whatever. Right. So, I had friends at school who, like, would just get a phone and then be like, well, whatever, and then get a different phone. Mm-hmm. So... I started collecting other people's cell phones. Like I would trade them stuff for them. Um, one of them was actually for a chicken patty. A chicken patty. So, yep. Are you was, kidding me? I was like, man, my phone. I just, it's, I can't do this or that with it or whatever. And he was like, we were in lunch, lunch line. He's like, oh hey, you buy me a chicken patty, you can have mine. And I was like. You, my good sir, have a gentleman's agreement. <laughs> <laughs> I will take your deal. For the chicken patty. So you bought him a chicken patty, and in return, yep. he gave you his gave cell me, phone. It was it was a Sony Ericsson flip phone. Wow. I think I ended up with like two or three of those. Um, That's insane. But Yeah. And... That is not I at actually... all where I thought you were going with like the cell phone hoarder <laughs> hoarder story. I'm like, oh yeah, I mean, I used to have. There's a time where I had like two razors, you know, like. Nope. No, this I is a whole. This is next level. Three of those. I had three of those uh, Sony Ericsson back when Sony Ericsson was a lot more, you know, prevalent. When, pre- when it was the phone that James guy. Bond used. You remember? Yeah. He might yeah, even yeah. still use a Sony Ericsson. <laughs> the only one left using a Sony the Ericsson only phone. One. Um, I had that. I had two Nokia's. Um, I had one of those. I think it was like a called like a cricket or something like that. It was super tiny. A cricket? Was it that thing that I could only call your parents? I probably, no, that was, it was a. It was probably what it, it was. was a. What was it called? It was like a firefly or like a like a ladybug or a, <sighs> like a lightning bug or something. Uh, I don't remember. I'll think of it. Thun- <laughs> the thunderbug. The thunderbug from down under thug. <laughs> down under. <laughs> down under thug, bro. 
That bug from Down Under Thug. That Down Under Thug Life. That Down Under Thug Life. That Down Under Bug Life, bro. So, yeah, had a lot of cell phones in high school. That's that story. Next topic. (laughs) Next next thing. (laughs) Next topic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, back, back in the day when we were collecting phones, that must have been like junior high era, early high school era. Um, when phones were cheap enough, you could scrape together like 250 <laughs> bucks and run down to the AT or the singular wireless store and, oh, and pick you up, uh, pick you up a new phone. Uh, usually a razor. Uh, and mm-hmm. if you were like me, they only had uh, the pink one left, you know, so what so do you, you do? Just got a so you get razor. a pink one, I guess. And then you just like try to cover it up with, <laughs> but, uh. Anyway, get get a case for it. It's fine. <laughs> kind of defeats a, the purpose of having a razor, though. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The portability and slimness. Yeah. Uh, you know, they still make the razor. I heard they brought it back. Yeah. Uh, not too long ago. At least as of a couple of years ago, there was a new version mm-hmm. of it in the wild. But mm-hmm. anyway, we've come a long way since then. Obviously, uh, we're in the smartphone era, not the mobile phone era. And uh, after a couple things we're going to talk about today, we may be leaving the smartphone era uh, behind sooner than expected. So, holy cow, that's oh, terrifying. Man. We'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. That's that's for that's for later. <laughs> but uh, what kind of phone do you have? You do you have right now? I'm sure it's Android. Um, whatever it is, it is. I'm I'm Android for life. For sure. So. I'm a I'm a Google Skynet slave. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was this close. So so I've got a Samsung Galaxy Note 5. Yes. I've been all about the 5 or all about the Note ever since I've been able to get my hands on one. Yeah. Um I think I first had a Note 2 and then I had a Note 3 and then I got a 5 after that and I almost got a 7. So close. I did get a 7. I had to give it back. I know. It was so depressing. <laughs> Paige almost didn't give hers up. She loved it so much. Little little explosion here and there. It's not that. I mean, deal. what are the odds, right? What are the chances? It's a real slim percent. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can the thing this. was, never tell me the odds. And never tell me the odds. I almost got the seven, um, even though they had, um, there were the there were the initial reports of the explosions. And they hadn't recalled them yet. It was a short period in between there. And I was about to go and switch one, switch to to it anyway. Um, but then when it came out that they were going to recall them, I was like, ah, yeah, I can't, you know, I can't do that because uh, they weren't allowing them on airplanes and we were about to go to Vegas. I was like, uh, not yeah. gonna be in Las Vegas without a cell phone. <laughs> no doubt, dude. Paige got that's caught not gonna in happen. that same situation. You know, that's the only reason she gave it up is because she was flying mm-hmm. to, uh, I think it was Chicago, and she mm-hmm. couldn't take it with her, so she had to go down real quick. And T-Mobile was cool about it. They're like, okay, you know, here's a five, like the same day. Like that's good. Take this five. Um, which she promptly had stolen in Chicago. So <laughs> I was just gonna bring that up. I remembered that happening. Yes. And uh, you know, T-Mobile provides um, lookout security services with your phone, including a free VPN, which I think is kind of cool, uh, cool for yeah. your mobile device. So every T-Mobile device uh, comes with that if you're on one of their 
you know, non-carrier deals, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, anytime you shut the phone off or anytime the password is entered incorrectly, it snaps a picture of, with the front camera and emails it to you as a security nice. feature, which is which is nice. And then then this situation, immediately after she got an email with the dude's face and she knew for sure, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, obviously she couldn't check it till <laughs> much later and well, see that yeah, it was yeah, sent yeah. to her. But uh, yeah, that was not uh, not a fun couple of days. That's for sure, Oof, man. You guys were just like sitting eating dinner or whatever, weren't you? I wasn't even there. This was like oh, uh, her and her friend just out, and they'd been out in the club, and they just went to a bar, and she's got pickpocketed. This guy went through her purse, you know. Oh, it's so dumb. It's just yeah, that's just how it is, man. Far too many people, people in are Chicago disappear into the crowd in half a second, and nobody know where you're at in some places. That was the point of Watch Dogs One. I know, <laughs> man. I was so. You have a Note Five. I I have had a Note Five, and I I loved yeah. it. I would say you jumped ship though. I did. I jumped. I jumped ship from Samsung, and it was like a. Uh, it wasn't an easy decision because I love Samsung's devices now. You know, they they mm-hmm. have that premium feel that you're looking for. Um, a feel that has only been present in a few other phones that I've held. Um, the iPhone 7 being one. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what it is about how they machined the body on it. Like, it just feels good in your hand without a mm-hmm. case on it. Um, but I have... I When I had to give up my Note 7, I went for the LG V20. Um, nice. Which their whole, like, uh, you know special deal is they have the tiny screen the second screen at the very top um, Mm. above the regular screen next to the camera and uh i have to say like i did not want to give up my note because i love the stylus like like Mm -hmm. i'm an artist and i'm i'm a writer and like i I just love to like doodle sometimes or whatever having that thing where Mm -hmm. you could just pop it out like you could take a note real quick at work or you know whatever it was great and i used it all the time and I didn't think I'd give it up, but as soon as I got this phone, I have to say, I really, really love the second screen at the top, mm. and I hope that they. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the the. What do you use that for? Like, what's the benefit of it? Well, I kind of I like the way that they did it because um, I believe the first time they had a second screen, they didn't give you much control over it, like at all. Okay. Um, this time around, there's. I want to say maybe six or seven specific panels that you have the option to include while you swipe through. You can swipe it, you know, to the right or left, whatever. And it cycles through different um, <clears throat> different tool panels. But uh, I currently have mine set up to only display, uh, like, quick tools so I can instantly turn on and off my Wi-Fi, my flashlight, get to my camera, take a memo, nice. whatever. And that's even on when the screen is off. It's a mm-hmm. uh, It's an always-on feature. But then I swipe it to the right, and it's got my top five apps, which happens to be mm-hmm. Trello because of the podcast and Snapchat, yep. Reddit, um, Xbox, and I can't remember what the last one is. But you know everything that I'm, I'm using pretty frequently. Um, so anyway, I love this phone because it's the perfect size, it's the perfect shape, the camera's great, but above all else, it has a removable battery. Has yes. that was like I'm sitting there going Galaxy S7 Edge or 
LGV20. And that's what sold me is like, I can mm. keep this phone. If I keep, if I get the Samsung phone, I know what's going to happen. It's planned obsolescence mm-hmm. like every other device after two, of three course. years, you know, and not, not entirely because batteries start to fail regardless, but the battery's going to start to die. Like it's just not going to hold mm-hmm. a charge after two years or whatever. And then I'm going to be like, oh, well, I'm on a lease. I'm on the jump plan. I'll just get the new phone, whatever. But then I'm still locked into making the same payment forever, you know? Yep. But with this phone, I'm still on my lease program, but I will have the opportunity to pay off the lease because I can almost guarantee it's going to last past my lease term. Uh, mm-hmm. So I will actually get to pay this phone off and keep it. And it's a great phone. I have mm-hmm. I have zero complaints. I have it completely decked out with like a launcher. Everything I do on my phone is gesture based. There's no like any, there's nothing on my home screen, you know? Um, nice. I just like, even I don't have a lock code because even if somebody gets on my phone, they won't know how to use it probably uh, <laughs> to get to anything. So oh, double man. door security. Gesture, you gesture controls. We've, I know we have a couple of listeners who just, uh, you know, fist pump the air <laughs> because you said that. <laughs> I know. I definitely know a couple of people who are like all about, you know, being able to just swipe left twice or use two two fingers to activate, you know, whatever. Dude, um, yeah, I'll, which is awesome. That customization is awesome. It's great. It's great. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what my secret formula is. Right here, right here, okay. real quick. Okay. Home screen, nothing on it whatsoever. Okay. Nice. Swipe up. Go to your messages. Swipe up two nice. fingers, with for your phone. And okay. then you swipe down uh, once to bring down your notification bar so you don't have to reach okay. all the way up to pull it down with your thumb. You can just swipe down anywhere on the screen and that pulls it down. And uh, double tapping the screen to pull up your full app drawer. That's nice. that's all you need. And then oh, the launcher I'm using with the app drawer it has a search bar at the top so you just pop up like two two digits in and it also keeps your last five used you know so it's like it's perfect i don't know i just have like perfect flow that's brilliant (laughs) i love it it's so clean i can have whatever wallpaper there's nothing obscuring Mm. it i don't know i'm just all about that clean experience bro (laughs) oh man it's so nice whenever you're just you know like there's something about a clean blank desktop you know that's like that's so great just makes me feel good inside we're uh we're getting ready to go to Haiti on a mission trip, so I'm not going to be able to take my main phone because you know I'm not not really going to be calling anybody or talking to anybody while I'm down there anyway. Um, but I still want to have something that will allow me to, in a case of emergency, make a phone call or right. Uh, you never you know. know. Yeah, so um, I actually have an old uh, Samsung Infuse, which I don't know if you. People at home won't be able to see it, but it's compared to my Note 5. When this one came out, people were like, your phone is huge. And now, like, compared to my Note 5, it's it's just, like, three-quarters the size. Wow, that is significantly smaller. I yeah. didn't think it was going to be that, that much smaller than the Note. So, I'm, I mean, I've got the micro sd in it i'm gonna put some stuff on there maybe a couple of ebooks so on the flight or whatever um and then the the micro uh micro usb for the charging port at the bottom actually broke and that's the reason why i had to stop using it yeah um so what i did when that happened 
was I went online and I ordered um, a an external battery charger, and then I bought two extra batteries. So I have three batteries for this phone that I can just keep charged, have one in my pocket, one in the phone, and one charging. Nice. And then just, like, swap it out as I need. So in theory, I basically have, you know, <laughs> I kind of, in a way, have bottomless battery, which yeah, is super cool. endless. But that's that awesome benefit of being able to take that battery out is – um, you're not locked into, oh, well, you know, this broke. So now guess I'm out of luck, you know? Yep. I'm sick of that business model, but it's not that's going ridiculous. anywhere. You know, nope. that is, that's the future. Um, cars you can't work on electronics. You can't get inside by law, which is, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, moving in a bad direction. Right to repair is a thing. Look it up. It's true. Apple doesn't want you to have it. Hasn't for a long time, actually. Yeah, yeah. They want to, uh, yeah, dominate the repair market. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's just so much money to be made. Um, so let, let's talk about some people. Okay, so we're in an age. We're in an age where for smaller companies, it's almost impossible to keep up as far as, like, um, being able to afford to produce phones that could even stack up and sell sure. against a flagship model, you know? Uh, it's, it's very, very tough. So people have started coming up with like innovative ways to enter the mobile market. And mm-hmm. it, it's kind of a gimmick, I would say. In this case, it, it's almost a gimmick because it's so small. But, yeah, but, maybe, yeah. but maybe not. Maybe this has enough practical application. Um, I don't know. We'll talk about it here. But this thing is called the Jelly Smartphone. And mm-hmm. it, it's been circulating the web. You may have seen it. But uh, it was on um, Kickstarter. And it is the world's smallest Android-operated um, smartphone. It, is, it has a, a whopping 2.5-inch screen, 2.45, if you want to be real technical, inch mm-hmm. screen. So pretty freaking <laughs> small, like incredibly small. A quarter probably, nah, I would say a third of you know the screen that you're probably looking at on your phone. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'll just run through the specs of this thing really quick. And you should look it up if you get a chance because seeing it in someone's hand is something else compared to just hearing about it. But it has a 1 gigahertz uh, quad-core processor, 1 to 2 gigabytes of RAM depending on which model you get, 8 to 16 gigs of internal storage, and like I said, 2.45 inch uh, screen with a 240 by 432 resolution, Um, an 8 megapixel rear camera, and a 2 megapixel front camera, a mm-hmm. dual SIM card slot, and a 950 milliamp battery. And it's running on a 4G network with Android Nougat, the most current version. Now I just want candy. I know, it makes you hungry, doesn't it? <laughs> Why? Why did they choose candy of all things and like treats? Because oh, <laughs> the operating system's a little treat. You get yourself a nice little treat. I guess, but it's also an Android. Like, should they, shouldn't it be something pertaining <laughs> am, to robots? I am a candy or, robot. <laughs> yeah, it's like Kit Kat. I bring you joy. And I thought that was weird. Isn't it weird that they've used, like, copyrighted, like, candy names as their operating yeah. system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that not weird? Kit Kat? I guess, I guess maybe they, they cleared that. I mean, do you think Kit Kat got, like... I'm sure they got kickbacks off that. Like, they have to sure. have a trademark on the name Kit Kat. Break me off a piece of that. Mobile profits. Mobile profits. 
All right. Do you have anything to say about the the Jelly smartphone before we move on? Yeah. So, um, first off, yeah, super tiny. And looking from the picture, it's like literally fits in the palm of your hand. Yeah. This is like the the phone you give to your newborn baby. (laughs) Um. For sure. It fits in that little coin pocket in your jeans pocket, the smaller pocket within the big pockets. crazy when when i when i was in high school and did yearbook this is a throwback we had to use cameras that had at least four megapixel um quality yeah it had to have at least four megapixel quality so every single time that i see a phone like this that's smaller or um, like sometimes like the, my note, I'm pretty sure my note five, the front facing camera is better than that. It just like, it kind of blows my mind a little bit. Cause I'm like, not super long ago. That was the professional quality level. You know, not, not necessarily that yearbook was like <laughs> the professional, <laughs> the level. professional quality <laughs> level high school yearbook. But, but that was the basic level for for uh, processing for it to be able to show up on our on our pages and everything like that. So for sure, whenever you're able to see that, like you're able to cram that into that tiny phone, that's awesome. Like yeah, and I actually had a, a point to make about cameras while we're talking about it because I made a note in the Trello earlier that ended up being incorrect because I checked it out because um, I had a I had a misplaced opinion about it, but it was mm. um, well, I went back and I was looking at smartphones from like twenty. 15, 2014, mm-hmm. 2013, 2015, that, that area. And I guess this is a thing my, my grandpa had actually told me a while back, is that at some point they decided that you can't do any better than 12 megapixels with optimization. Hmm. So I go back and I'm looking, and these, these cameras have like an insane amount of megapixels, just like through the <laughs> roof megapixels. And it was uh, it was just a time where we hadn't figured it out yet, and it's weird to go back and look at and be like, this is an entire market of phones still trying to figure this out and optimize you know, the camera, and they're all in the mm-hmm. same place, and now they're all in the same place, and just seeing the like progression of, of that and how much we've learned in such a short amount of time. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just interesting. It's interesting to look at. And uh, just kind of track to me that anyway. <laughs> reminded me. Um, I'm pretty sure my sister has this phone. She's a she does um, school photography and stuff like that. So it totally makes sense that this is that her phone has this option. Um, but I think the phone that she has is a uh, Nokia. I think it might be Lumia? a Lumia. Probably a Lumia. I had a Lumia hers, for a long time. They have Carl Zeiss hers like has. Hers has like an attachment that makes it like even more camera e than yes. a regu- the regular camera. Yes, yes, yes. This is like the That's last. Insane. I think. Is it you sure it's a Nokia? The Lumia used to be Microsoft's like flagship line for their Windows phone. Uh, and it may it may be a Windows phone. I mean, Nokia may use... Does it have, like, a big circle on the back? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's it it's probably the, the Lumia ten twenty. It's the ten twenty. Okay, I was gonna guess the ten eighty, mm-hmm. but yes, um, they had they have Carl Zeiss uh, lens technology. I think they may even be like sixteen megapixel uh, optimized with Carl Zeiss or something like that. The first first thing on on Google here says that it, it has. 41 megapixel see that's what i'm talking what? about that's what i'm talking about that is insane that is insane right like megapixels through the roof right and it's funny somebody described it as like it created like this uh this false image where it was almost like a crime drama or something where or we're like they're really close up on their face you know and it's just like <laughs> the detail is too good almost it's too good yeah we're seeing it too clearly um to where it's disturbing. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> but uh, so so we talked about the jelly, but that's not the only it's not the only throwback we've got going on right now. Do you? I'm sure you remember because you probably owned one as I did. <laughs> in my plethora of the, phones that I collected. Yeah, in your Pokemon card collection of cellular <laughs> devices. Um, did you have an old Nokia brick? Like the old school. I think one of them was, yeah. Like you, it wasn't like the traditional one, <laughs> yeah. but it was supposed to be like the sportier model oh, of it. Oh, I got you. the one you could go out and run with or whatever, or <laughs> something like something that. Like that. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what I didn't use. I didn't didn't use it to run. No, we just played <laughs> I, snake. I, ne- I never on ran. It. Just played snake. Yeah, <laughs> but it was uh, like the you know exactly what phone I'm talking about. If I say the Nokia yeah. like brick phone, you know which one the one you could not break. No matter Absolutely. how hard you tried. And uh, this is a news story you've probably heard, but a couple years ago, dude got shot in the chest, had that phone in his upper pocket of his shirt, saved his and life. it stopped the bullet. It stopped the bullet dead. That is insane. Guy has a bruised chest, walks away, because he was wearing a Nokia brick in the upper pocket <laughs> for protection. Dude, that's what we need to be doing. We just need to be shoving just these things in bulletproof up. vests. When does when does that edition come to player unknowns battle? I know, man. The Nokia vest. I'm ready. You just you can just take them off and throw them at people. <laughs> Start chucking them like bricks. So Nokia's bringing it back. They they were like, okay, we did something right. So why not mm-hmm. do it again? So they brought it back as the Nokia uh, 3300 series, the 3310, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much the same phone it's the same exactly it, it looks is. the same it has an updated screen uh, that has more than just one color <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but it still plays snake it still has it runs on a 2g network <laughs> yes. it's good for calling and that's it <clears throat> you could you can call your mama um <laughs> and ask her to play snake and ask her to play snake yeah over your over your blazing fast 2g network <laughs> so yeah they're, they're trying to merge the two they're bringing back an old design and merging new technology into it um which is something we may see a little bit more of as we move forward um just be mm-hmm. just because of what i said earlier you know it's getting harder to keep up with with lg and samsung and apple and microsoft's supposed to be coming back into the game with their like surface phone uh, now that they dropped Lumia and they're hardcore into the hardware game, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the next rumor is that we'll be getting a new Windows 10 Surface phone device. 
but uh, but we'll see because the industry is moving yeah. in a in a very interesting direction as of like last mm-hmm. week. So uh, let's keep going. Let's just let's keep going. Let's keep moving. The Nokia, yeah, thirty three ten, yeah, supposed to be super cheap on their website. It's it's like fifty five dollars. Like that's awesome. <laughs> it really is only fifty five bucks. It's uh, the conversion is the conversion. <laughs> what if you said that your smartphone and they convert it into this thing for for fifty bucks? They recycle it and break it. They down. take the parts like, they need. We down melt we the rest downgraded of it. your phone for you <laughs> for the low low cost of fifty five bucks. <laughs> We'll convert your eight hundred dollar phone. They have it listed in, as forty nine euros, which is fifty five bucks <laughs> in, in American Dolores. In Dolores, American Dolores. Wow. Uh, so yeah, and that's that's awesome. You know, not only is it a phone that people are already familiar with, but it's upgraded from what it used to be, so it's able to compete with the current market. Uh, it's at least able to stand its ground. It's there's I feel like there's something to be said about simple phones um, as far as capabilities. Mm-hmm. I feel like that 2G network that people are going to look at that and the people who are going to buy it are going to go, yeah, that's that's exactly what I need. That's what I need for my kid. That's what I need for my you know my grandma. That's what I need for I'm I'm going to Haiti or, and I just need a, a, a phone that will it won't really matter after I go. It's right. it's kind of a quality disposable phone is what it looks like. Or on the flip side, it looks like it would still hold up because it is a Nokia. It you is know, a Nokia. It's that same style. It's that same um, almost brick feeling to it. You yeah. Know? It's just thick. <laughs> it's, it's hardy. It's, it's got, got the, hair. it's got the, um, oh man, what was it called? It's got the T. It looks like it has the T9 keyboard you know it's got the one through nine oh god that like made my head hurt when you said t9 (laughs) t9 texting oh god it brought back like a whole file in my brain that i had discarded you're pulling it out of the trash go back in the recycle bin click click, and right click that get it out of here we don't ever need that t9 bulk oh man no i used it i was like way too good at it you know after we a all while. did i think yeah i think we that all did thing. because it was like the only way <laughs> it was the only way and that's and that's i mean the benefit of um you know phones now is you can you can either type on the full keyboard you can use the swipe uh which is what i do i, I just I use swipe, swipe and predictive yeah, that's all i, do. I and uh, i hated it at first i was like no this is really dumb but like that's all i do that's all i use now is the it's swipe with gestures text. man gestures is so fast that's where it, that's where it's at yeah. but but the thing then was it's this this uh, you know full phone button you know layout, and so you'd hear, and of course, people who weren't as experienced in needing to send text quickly would stop and look over at you and be like, "Oh my gosh, like are you some kind of wizard?" Yep. <laughs> I'm a T9 I'm a wizard. T9 wizard. Black belt. So, I I have a quick question that's not on our list here, but I think might be interesting. 
because I I think we've we've strayed plenty from our list tonight, Blake. Have we? As <laughs> far as it. I'm concerned, we're still pretty much in line oh, here. We're, we're still on track. We've come. We've brought it back around. We've okay. definitely all just right. gone off track. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna go off again. Here we go. So Perfect. phones, phones that you hope don't return <laughs> because of this trend. Oh man. And I've got one in my mind. And okay, uh, you you go okay, ahead. Okay, I'll give you some time to think. Do you remember a time? <laughs> Where people really hated touchscreen keyboards and could not give up their physical keyboards. So someone compromised. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Somebody compromised and made a touchscreen keyboard that clicked. That had like a pocket of air behind it that gave you like a haptic response to the button press. But it was so cheaply made. Oh, this is real life, man. And it was, I remember you could get it through AT&T at least. Um, of course but yeah 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 Yeah, just we don't need any of that crap unless you can do it like right (laughs) like you got to do it right don't it was just so cheaply made it was just a piece of plastic over an air bubble and that was the haptic feedback over the true touch screen yeah yeah physical so you literally had to press digital reaction right you had to press through this little air pocket to actually tap the screen and it was supposed to give you like that middle ground, you know. <laughs> now, okay, so I don't have a specific phone. The only one that came to mind as far as phones go was there was this old LG uh, flip phone. It was silver, it had a little antenna on the top, and it also had a, a mirror. Yes, on the outside. Yes, I remember. I had one of those. It wasn't terrible. I just thought it was weird that it. It had a mirror, so you could like, oh, look at my face. Um, <laughs> Probably not thing... aimed at our gender. <laughs> right, right, right. It's... Wait. Wait. I understand so much of high school now. <laughs> Repressed memories. <laughs> no wonder they wouldn't go to prom with me. <laughs> oh, That's what it was. Oh, you're like, you're like, hey. <laughs> Hey, here, you can I get your to, number? You wanna, yeah, let me put your number in my phone real quick. Oh, I just remembered. <laughs> just like, ah, uh, it's a uh, five 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 bye. <laughs> that's not even. That's not even enough numbers. As she stares herself dead in the eyes, she can see her own disappointment in the mirror of your phone. <laughs> she can see her future failure. <laughs> oh, what was I? Oh, so. The thing that needs to not come back yes. is MediaNet. Do you remember MediaNet? I do remember MediaNet. Was that part of Singular? MediaNet was the cell phone equivalent. I think it might have been Singular. It was the cell phone level of the internet. Yes. Before you could actually browse. Before there was a yeah, browser. Yeah, before you could actually get... It gave you, like, little tidbits. Like, you'd get on there and, like, download ringtones, or you could download, like, wallpapers yeah. and stuff before you could access you could, the internet on your phone. You could go to actual websites, but they had to be, like, MediaNet websites. Right. And, like... Because nothing was optimized for mobile yet. Nothing, yeah. It was all just, like, blocky uh, pages with... Maybe some like small text here and there, right? But like, I remember that. I remember like it stripped all of like the styling up. out, and it was just the straight yes. like HTML, like yeah, half the just time. Straight, just just straight like no 
no CSS. Yeah, no yeah, exactly. No CSS images or anything. Yeah, it's just just straight. Just words. Like, this is what you get. <laughs> words on a just white words. background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I I remember before I got I think it was, I think it was the Samsung and Fuse actually, when I got this phone. I think this might have actually been my first smartphone. Um, when I got that phone, I had the option to get either two gigs a month of um like regular internet yeah or unlimited media unlimited net. media net man and i went i gotta find a metaphor for that <laughs> i went i think it's time for media net to not be around this is it's like worth- it's like i got it i got the i got the metaphor i'm just gonna Shoot, drop it go real quick all right would you like to have these 20 delicious apples or unlimited apples on the verge of rotting? <laughs> you know? Okay, so here's here's where we're at. I want to talk about uh, the trend that has emerged. And this is actually something uh, T-Mobile has brought to the table. And uh, you mm-hmm. may have seen it, uh, maybe you haven't. Uh, I don't think you've seen anything about it, Brian, which I was kind of surprised because you look at this stuff uh, kind of actively. I do. Um, T-Mobile's launching this program called Digits where they're trying to bring your like phone number into this generation um, okay. because the phone numbers work the same way since phones were invented. That's like their whole thing. It's like sure. we, we've always left it this way because we just figure that's the way it is. It doesn't have to be this way. That's their thing. Like, we're going to mix it up. We're going to change this. So what they're, what they're really doing is they're, part one is rebranding your phone number. It's your digits now. And the digits represent you as a person okay. instead of your device. So you're now able to unlock your phone number from your device and put it on any device on any carrier at any time so i can unlock my digits off my phone and i can put them on my imac on my pc on my chromebook and no matter where i'm at those devices function fully as my phone they make calls they make texts they do your entire call log text log everything is there because it is your phone so maybe you leave your phone at home um you have you're like well you know, I'm, I'm 20 minutes away from home. If I go back, that means I'm going to be like an hour late to work, you know. By mm-hmm. the time I get it, it doesn't matter. You get to work, your work computer is your phone. It works exactly mm. the same way. You don't need your phone for anything. It's just another device. Um, sure. They've, they've given examples where maybe you want to buy another set of digits, and you can put two digits on the same device. So now you've got your work phone and your personal phone on the same phone. And you, it totally eliminates the need for a device at all. So, like, big businesses, now they can just go and say, okay, give us 20 digits. And then they assign mm-hmm. those digits mm-hmm. to a device, give that device to the employee, you know. And no matter what happens to that device, the numbers can always come back off and be put on a different device with the same mm-hmm. call logs, whatever, for the next employee. Um, yeah, that's cool. It eliminates a lot, of, a lot of overhead for these people. And also the people that have work phones won't have to carry two phones around anymore yeah because that, that's, that's nice. a big thing you know um in addition to that you can open up another um shared digits line so like Paige and i were talking maybe we'll open up like a digits um like home phone line 
kind of redefining what the home phone can be. So if somebody calls this phone number, it goes to both of our phones, and no matter who's available, mm-hmm. they can answer it, you know. Um, it's like a family line almost. Yeah, but it rings on both Something devices like yeah, simultaneously. Yeah. Um, now, going beyond that, T-Mobile's the only, the only company doing this. This is their own proprietary thing that they developed. Um Mm-hmm. Which I mean, that's how they present it to you. You know, this is this is something we've developed. It's something the other phone carriers can't copy, um, because mm-hmm. we even have provisional patents on all this technology. So uh-huh. they literally cannot copy this technology. So Timo will be the only uh, people offering this in this capacity, um, mm-hmm. and I, th- I think it's a really, really good idea. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's what I was gonna say. The biggest thing. You're going to Haiti. Run down to the T-Mobile store, pick up a cheap, like little, like fifty-dollar phone. Throw your digits on that phone. Leave your good smartphone at home. Take this junk phone, but all your stuff's there, and it's your regular number. You don't have to be like, "Hey, Brilliant. while I'm in Haiti, I'm using this number." You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you just call you like they usually would. So, I don't know. I think that has huge implications. I think it's going to be um, really big. I think mm-hmm. people are really, really going to love this idea. I think T-Mobile is about to, like, blow up because, yeah, you know, ever since their new CEO took over, they've been making huge strides to be more focused on, like, our generation, targeting our generation. Oh, yeah. And, you know, being the uncarrier, as they put it, you know, we, we mm-hmm. don't want contracts. You know, we want to do things differently. We want to give stuff back to you. You know, they give away free stuff every Tuesday on their app. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, $4 Wonder Woman tickets were this week, which was pretty nice. pretty righteous. Um, anyway, I'm not... I do love T-Mobile. I have T-Mobile, but this is not like a, a thing like pushing you to get T-Mobile or anything. Sure, sure, but, sure, sure. you know, <laughs> you or anybody in the audience, this is just... Uh, I just think it's cool. Um, yeah, now I, I'm going to keep rambling on. Do you have anything so, to interject here? <laughs> this seems like... Um, them taking a, taking this stance seems like a kind of a pushing point for uh, stretching, you know, carriers to the next to the next bit. You know, yeah. Like we were just talking about phones uh, and how <laughs> Note 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 Eight iPhone Eight probably going to be pretty similar to the ones before, just with minor improvements. Right. You know, I feel like something like this with T-Mobile. If it goes really well mm-hmm. and people are like, this is the reason that I'm going to T-Mobile, then AT&T, Verizon, US Cellular, whoever else, like, you got to do something in response to that. So, and if they've put patents on it, not only does that mean they can't just copy it, but they have to be extra creative in how they respond. Right. Right. Uh, because they can't just go, oh, that works. Let's do that. You know, they have to come up with something, uh, if if even similar. You know, they have to do it in a, a different way. That's not only different but better. Yeah, you know, you know by, what they call comparison. that. They, you know what they call that. It's something we haven't had in a while. Innovation. Yes, innovation. But this isn't the only example of this. This is only an example within the mobile market. Um, Google has done this already with Google Talk or Google Voice. Google Voice, yes. Oh man, Google Voice. <clears throat> so we had we had this issue at work. Um, 
there would be events and things that would happen and there would be one person who knew all the details and who had coordinated everything uh, and then the the person who would come in and would run it who was a volunteer in front who was appointed by that department yeah um, would not not know what was going on so they instead of contacting the person who knew all the details would instead uh, go all right well whose phone number do I have and they would call or text someone else altogether um, and so I my boss actually was on this uh, like you know really nice date with his wife they went to this fancy restaurant and he gets this um, phone call for an event that he knows nothing about and it interrupts his dinner and then he has to stop what he's doing and help them out and so he's like this is done we're not we're not doing, we're not this, doing this anymore, anymore. <laughs> this isn't happening so we uh searched and searched and searched and tried to find you know there's there's some some paid options and there for things that we can do but ultimately it came down to uh, Google Voice was the best option for this because we we would get one number. We were, we were even able to get one with our area code, um, and bit by bit actually has we have we have our own number. Yes, as well we do through Google Voice, uh, which is why it works so well um, because you get a number, even one with the same area code uh, for the area, so that people think that they're. Contacting Getting somebody local, local. Call. yeah, for sure, for sure. We posted that number everywhere, anywhere that was a TV, a soundboard, a lighting board, uh, bottoms of remotes, yeah, you know, b- entrances of rooms that said have audio video uh, problems or needs, uh, call the tech on call number, and then we have it posted. Nice. And it's and what we do is we have all of our numbers uh, connected to it. And then I I go in and I just say, all right, I manage the weekly stuff, the day-by-day weekly stuff, and then this weekend is this person's weekend on call. Okay. So I'll select myself, and then I'll select them as kind of a backup person in case I'm not there on site or something like that. Um, and then all the phone calls and texts go to those – Whenever one comes in, it goes to our two phones, and you don't have to worry about, oh man, you know, I, I only have so and so's number because there's only one number that you need to worry about. Um, so that's been super, super awesome, super helpful. For sure. When we first, when we first got it, <clears throat> and I'm here, I am, you know, raving on about Google Voice. Uh, when we first got it, you could only make changes on the website, which. Uh, kind of was telling of how long it had been since they had done updates. It still kind of had that like. Do you think it? It almost was looked it that, or do you think it's like a program like in its infancy still? Like it, that. That well, that's the thing. I think that they 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 set it up, and then they just forgot it. Okay. And yeah, they went. That, that's this is something that we me, have here. That'll bring me right into my next point about Google. So you, yeah, you keep yeah. going. You keep going. <laughs> so and it wasn't until they. They released an update, uh, I think it was, I don't know, maybe six months ago or so, um, where 
the the app lets you actually control things now you can uh, make changes you can um, add numbers and you can have multiple numbers linked to your account now cool and the thing that I found is it actually goes off of your um, your email so I can actually have one number linked to uh, my primary email one number linked to my bit by bit email mm-hmm. um, and it's just whichever one I want to switch to and have it signed into yeah is the one that I'm using so that's pretty cool man I should uh, mm-hmm. I should look into that a little more I might find some application for it um, <laughs> yeah so let's talk about let's talk about Google because this is a point that you brought up and uh, I want to talk about it I want to talk about it a little bit because one of the stories you put up here was um, Google Hangouts is abandoning SMS support uh, for non-Project Fi users. And uh, mm-hmm. Project Fi is essentially Google's own, like, it's like their own carrier almost. Like, mm-hmm. you pay them for your wireless service instead of one of the major carriers. Um, mm-hmm. I actually looked into getting it, and I, I would have. It had been a little bit more cost-effective. Um, sure. But anyway, Google Google does this thing. Since they're so big and they're so powerful and they can do whatever they want, they have all these R&D departments and they're working on all this different software. You know, they're working on their core, of course, Chrome OS, mm-hmm. Android, um, you know, just, I guess, the kernel for Chrome in general and mm-hmm. advancing it. Um, but they get all these little offshoot programs as they go. So when it comes to, like, mobile and Android... You always, you get your phone, you'll have a default messaging app from the manufacturer built into the phone mm-hmm. already. Typically, kind of sucks, and you don't want to you yep. don't want to use it. So you'll go and you'll find another one. Now, there's tons of options in the Android app store as far as texting app goes. But if you want to stay first party, um, you could either choose, you know, Google Hangouts. That's the one we're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Um, Google also has Google Allo. Mm-hmm. And they have um, Messenger, which is just their like regular, regular texting app. Um, so, always thought that was kind of weird. Now, Messenger, mm-hmm. I would say, has had the most support because it is just a straight up SMS messaging app. It is straight for SMS on mobile. That is all mm-hmm. it's for. Hangouts obviously goes across multiple devices, you know, and has video calling primarily over the text chat, but also did support SMS. Um, my theory with that, and we'll talk about Allo here in a second because it's kind of its own thing. Uh, my theory with Hangouts is now that Google is in the hardware game and they're making the Pixel, they want to get mm-hmm. all of their first party major software back on their device exclusively. So I'm thinking that by limiting, because you you can only get Project Fi on the Pixel, is the mm-hmm. thing. So, so they're locking people in. They're locking people into yeah to their their carrier service on their phone with their first party apps, and I think that's going to be an incentive. It's like hey, if you come over and use the Pixel, you can run all your SMS through Hangouts, no big deal. Mm. Um, but what I think is going to happen is if Google Voice continues to progress and they start integrating SMS into that, which they already have, but mm-hmm. I mean on a mobile yeah. like level for regular use, they may do away with Hangouts altogether. Like, 
because mm-hmm. everything they do is almost a test bed and it comes together. Um, and Allo is the perfect example of that. Allo and Google Now were the two test beds for their voice control and their AI assistant. Mm-hmm. Allo was specifically to test their AI assistant. Gotcha. Um, it was where you could go to beta test it and talk to it and run through basic commands to make sure everything was working. So when the new version of Android came out and the voice assistant was built in, Allo lost all its support because all of that moved over um, and is now natively in, in Android. And mm-hmm. they stripped all of the extra features out of Google now because they all run through the uh, the assistant now. So... Google now is back to being primarily what it was before. It's like primarily news and you can still set reminders, you know, but it comes through your, your voice assistant. Um, sure. So I don't know. Google's just interesting because that that's what they do. It's like they almost develop entire programs to use as a beta test for another program. That And, and that makes sense because if you wanted to uh, make this super service you know where everything is all in one and you did two out of five things really well you still have three things that you don't have quite figured out so if you break those up into five different services two of them can flourish and you can say oh well these other two don't or these other three don't really work very well. We'll just make something else. Yeah. And you can continue building off of that until eventually you get to the point where, oh, you know, well, option three and option four here have grown so close to each other and they it's it's basically the same thing now. Boom, you're down to, to four instead of five things. And same, you know, mm-hmm. you're until ultimately things get clicked down into one core element. Uh the thing that I'm not sure about yeah. is Hangouts, I think, allowed you to send text messages without a number. Like, it wasn't reliant on your number, but you could send text messages through it. Whereas Google Messenger, you have to send, you're sending texts with your number through the app. Right. So, like, one is the provider service, the other is the. It's like uh, Google's SMS support. Right. Yes, yeah. But um, now all of that so runs I, through Project Fi. Right. Because it's, it's right, all right, part right. of their mobile network now. So it makes sense. I mean, it's, this isn't like necessarily a bad thing, I don't think. I think it makes perfect business sense. You know, it's going to suck for somebody out there. I mean, somebody out there is using sure. using this and is upset about it. I'm sure, but when it comes down to it, it just it just makes good sense for them, and you can use this to kind of look out and see what Google's roadmap is for yeah. for their own apps and for their own devices and what their long game is. You know, the big plan, uh, where mm-hmm. they want to be in five to five to ten years realistically, and I think the Pixel is going to flourish and. They may end up being a lot, uh, a lot closer to Apple while still maintaining, you know, the rest of the Android ecosystem on all the, the yeah, lowly, that's definitely possible, lowly other phones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I thought uh, thought that was interesting, and we should talk about it. There are two more things that I definitely want to touch Let's on. Let's do it. The first is 
um, the news that Amazon enabled free calls and messages on all of their Echo devices with Alexa calling. Yes, and uh, seems like convenient timing to me. You know, mm-hmm. the, these things came out so close to each other. Close to each other, yeah. Yeah. A little uh, industry call and response there. Yeah, um, I was specifically with uh, digits and, yeah, with the Alexa calling. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they're they're putting that call functionality on the devices you already own. If you're on Amazon's mm-hmm. ecosystem for some reason. If you're, like, if you chose to buy, right. buy a Kindle... Got to get that Fire Phone. Got to get that Fire Phone, dude, with the four cameras on the front or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Man, they tried so hard. Yep, and it did not go they well. They were like, oh, I feel like 200 bucks here. Please take them. Please take them. <laughs> Everyone's take like, it. no, no, man, no. Like, that's okay. Amazon does, and I'm going off on a tangent it's here. Okay. Amazon does some things really well. They have a great online marketplace. It's the, it's it's the number one place that I go to to shop. You know, you got Prime, get that two day shipping. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. So. Uh, <laughs> included with Prime is you get Twitch Prime. Yep. Uh, which I, you know, I didn't even know that was a thing until yeah. you know we got we started doing Twitch streams, and I was like, oh, look at perfect, that. perfect, it worked out. Yeah. And you know, I it's they've got Amazon Video, which. It has a decent selection, you know, like they've got good name title things on right. there. They have For like the pretty decent originals. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they, they've got Man in the High Castle and other, you know, really awesome shows like yeah. that. Um, it's, they've got Amazon Music. And you're like, oh, cool, great. I can listen to, to music. I've already paid for all this. And you can add it to your, your library and stuff or your, your, uh, yeah. your account library. The downside... <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, in my mind, is a lot like Apple in the fact that when Apple does things, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, we've got this great innovative new thing, which means you have to buy proprietary items to be able to get it to work with anything else. Oh, man. This is the joke I heard. This is the perfect point to tell me. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) If Apple made clothing, they would make all their belt loops just slightly smaller. So you'd have to buy an Apple belt too. Because, <laughs> I mean, it's true, right? Oh, man. It's true. That's yeah. just their business yeah, yeah, yeah. model. Buy a dongle. They... Buy an adapter. Yeah. 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 No, no you, you know, forget the fact that, um, <laughs> tangent on tangent, forget the fact that HDMI is the standard everywhere, everywhere. now. Yeah. We're going to make you use mini display port. Dude, okay, so I'm so sick of this pretentious bullshit with apple where it's like <laughs> no we're not gonna come to you you know we're you're gonna come to us like that's their mentality and we, and we know it we know and we know will. you will yeah you will, you know that this is better you know that this is superior so our customers are gonna suffer for it and have to buy all yeah. these yeah different adapters to make their make their stuff function with the standard stuff like uh like, it on. drives me freaking nuts dude so amazon like apple <laughs> Yeah. Um, because so so, few of the things Prime, they do great. Yep. Two day shipping, awesome. You know, it kind of stinks that sometimes there there are certain things that aren't Prime eligible. But, I get that. Yeah. You know, you're you're selling it through your stuff. These are outside sellers using your website. Cool. 
um, Prime uh, Music. Mm-hmm. Shortly after I, I got Prime, uh, they came out saying, oh, yeah, you've got Prime Music. Now you can pay more and get Prime Music Unlimited. What? <laughs> like, like I'm already paying like a like, hundred bucks a year or whatever it is. Right. Like right. And your selection isn't that great, guys. Right. <laughs> like, I know. It's like quit overcharging for, you know, a a half baked product. Yeah. 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 It's a tacked on thing. See, that's that's again. This is an example. In, in my mind, this is kind of an example where they've put everything into one spot. And that's cool that you have access to all these things with Prime. But this, they've whereas Google split everything up and said you can get everything separately, t- do whatever you need modular, basically. You right. can take stuff and you can apply it to yourself. Whereas Prime, it's, okay, cool, great. You know, you get shipping, you get video, you get audio, you get all this great stuff. But some of those things are not great services. Yeah. They, they limit... Um, so they, they, I feel like they have a very strong, uh, anti Google because they want you to use their stuff. Right. Um, there's the, the, the fire stick, you know, you, <laughs> you got, got that commercial of, got that commercial of Gary Busey going, Amazon fire stick. <laughs> Cause what else is Gary Busey doing with his life right now? Just being Gary um, Busey, man. Just, whatever. that's just what he does. So, <laughs> but with that, you can use it flawlessly. I'm sure that it works better with Roku, but um, but with the Google Chrome, if you try to cast, like, not happening. Not there's no there's the little symbol doesn't pop up, doesn't let you do it. What you have to be able to use it, you have to go into. Well, and that's that's the great thing is is uh, Google. Um, I don't think it was in direct response to that, and it was probably out before that yeah. with, when Chrome first. Uh, Chromecast first came out, but you have the ability to share your screen, so you can just click share screen and then plug your phone in, have it charging so it doesn't go to sleep or whatever. Cast Amazon Video right up onto the television, but like, but it's a work proprietary. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you've got that. You've got um, music. Um, the the Fire Phone that they tried to do, they tried to jump on the bandwagon with that. Failed miserably. So hard. Failed so hard. <laughs> I wanted to like it, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, Amazon, bring it. And they brought it, and it was just a steaming pile of garbage, man. <laughs> just like, <laughs> no. So that brings us back to what our actual topic is. Yeah. <laughs> is the the Echo devices. Um, those are cool. I They are. Great, you know. I don't. Um, I mean, I use my assistant's. I use Cortana when I'm sitting here because yeah. my mic's already here. Yeah. I just ask her, whatever. I use my phone assistant all the time. I don't think mm. I would ever use an Alexa. I don't think I have yeah. any use for it. I really don't. It's cool, <laughs> but it's not Jarvis, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a glorified... It's a glorified checkout counter. <laughs> Dude. That is the perfect way to, to describe it. It is a glorified checkout counter. It is there for you to buy more shit on Amazon. <laughs> it's it's a very chipper uh, grocery bagger. It's a very, yeah. you know, go to, hey, it's great to see you. Come and see. Hey, you paid for this music. You know, here, let me let me, let me play it for you. Let me put it in the bag for yep. you. You know, and 
now they're trying now they've they've offer free uh calls and texts on the surface looks awesome yep like oh again another thing that i'm already paying for i've i've got prime i've got a, a i've got alexa um i may as well just sit here and be like oh hey you know send this text to so and so and you can again do a kind of a call and response and they can alexa can read it off to you and stuff so they failed at the Amazon Fire phone. Mm-hmm. So now it's almost kind of a sneaky way of trying to bring back around that market and grab that market that they lost. I think you're right. I think you're right. Because then they're going to start saying, like, it's all about it's about getting into the customer's head and making them think that it's easier. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that it's the more natural response, you know, because people sometimes they don't even think, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, people that really love Samsung, people that really love Apple, you know, guilty. It's yeah. I mean, same. It's it's not like a, a full cognitive response. It's like, oh, it's the next thing. That's what I'm getting. You know, that's the upgrade of the thing I have. That's what I'm getting. So if you get locked into this mentality, it's like, oh, I have Amazon everything. Just like you're saying, mm-hmm. if I have Amazon yeah. everything and now this thing is doing my calling and texting, maybe I should just grab an Amazon phone for cheap that runs Android and, you know, I, I don't know. They, yeah. They're getting or, there. Or whatever. They're getting there. It, it builds into the next whatever. If they offer the next service that's right. an interactive touch service, then boom, you've got a phone. That's a thing. That's yeah. They have a home phone system that runs Alexa or whatever. Right? Oh. That's like new. It's like a big touch screen that sits on your counter. Shoot. Um, so, so that's the thing. Um, like they're making they're making moves, man. The other thing that kind of gets me here is the security of it. Dude, I, I was going to mention that. Oh my god. Like so, until I have full control over that security, dude. Mm-hmm, until I mm-hmm. know that it's not listening and sending that info all the time. I yeah oh my gosh because you there's there's an understanding when f- there was an understanding with carriers when your phones initially you know started becoming a big thing that um, I don't want to I don't want to explain it like that I feel like there's this under the surface thing here of oh, man, this amazing, great service. Uh, You know, it's already included. It's awesome. But now, not only do they know what you like, what you shop for, what you listen to, what you watch, but now there's record of who you call, who you text, Mm -hmm. when you call them, when you text, and and they can, uh, quote-unquote, interpret what you need and can uh, sell that information and do targeted marketing and all this great stuff that'll make your user interaction, you know, even better. Yep. Uh, until it gets super, super creepy. <laughs> which is which is coming quick. I mean, that that point is coming fast. And that's that's kind of mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. Like, you know, NVIDIA has this new their new AI system where you plug in the speaker into the socket in every room of the house. So you do have the AI in the whole house and it runs Google assistant. Um, Holy cow. But yeah, but it runs it from, I believe the NVIDIA shield system. So you have oh, to have that gotcha. as like the base and then it runs off of that, which is another great move by NVIDIA, you know, making sure you buy, mm-hmm, buy their mm-hmm. thing so you can get the other thing that's attached to it. Um, which mm-hmm. is all, 
actually pretty affordable, I have to say, um, for being on the market right now. I think it's less than a hundred bucks for the plugs, each plug. So, uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, like that, that's what I want. Um, maybe not to where it's taking up so many outlets and, you know, maybe it's a little more streamlined and, uh, just works, but, but mm-hmm. I have to know, I have to know, I have to be able to physically see the connection of that thing to the internet and know what it's pushing out and pulling in. And I don't mm-hmm. know if we'll ever get to the point where consumers have that much visibility and control over their system. Nope. And why, why would they I, give us I that? I highly doubt it. But see, but here's the thing. A superhero will come along and will create an open source version <laughs> of whatever the major product is, and it will go crazy and sell and sell millions. Do you think it's Do you think it's Google? And then you actually find out that Google is actually the, you know, the villain again later on. I mean, I think that's what everyone's already assuming. You know, that the the whole Skynet mm-hmm. thing is is for real. It's real Maybe life. someday they'll buy Boston Dynamics and uh, actually become Skynet and create Terminators. Who knows? I'm going to try to touch on this quickly. Um, Do you remember the that Burger King commercial with Google Home, I think? It was either Google Home or yeah, Alexa. Yeah, that like the commercial triggered your triggered Google it. Home. And it yeah. Yeah, it said uh, they were like it was it was, it was kind of brilliant. Yeah. I will admit I wouldn't I wouldn't have initially thought of that. You know, they they said we really don't have a lot of time in this commercial. So and then they they said Alexa or whatever uh Burger King Whopper. And then it read off the Wikipedia page, which forced your in-home item to expand the commercial. Like, Which is not cool, what? man. Yeah. Which is a totally creative way of doing the commercial. Props for the creativity. Mm-hmm. But it stops here. <laughs> yeah. We put yeah, yeah, a yeah. freaking, we've done it. We know that it works, and we know that it's wrong. <laughs> we just yep. have got to yep. cut it off right here, man. Yep. Because that has that has so much potential to be so horrible. Oh man, it's like the same oh, things of God. like when we eventually get like digital contacts or whatever, and we have like heads-up displays in mm-hmm. our eyes, and they're just like projecting ads mm-hmm. straight into our eyes, and mm-hmm. we're getting closer mm-hmm. to that kind that kind of I'm gonna say it again dystopian future. You oh know? man, but such is life. Apparently. Yep. (laughs) It brings me to the second thing that I wanted to cover. Intel has announced a compute card, which is a credit card-sized PC. Looks awesome. Like, uh, it's set to ship out in August. It was was announced at CES. Do you have any specs on it? There are four different versions. Uh, all of them have four gigs of RAM standard. Okay. Of DDR3, Two right? Of DDR3, okay. yes. Uh, two of them have 64 gigs of storage, um, and that's EMMC. I want to say that's flash storage, EMMC. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yikes. Which is awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. 
it has emmc storage which is flash storage which has a limit to how many times you can write to which it which is awful awful but so the th- i mean the the top two have uh solid state drive yeah yeah they've got 128 gig solid state so i think what we see here are are um four different levels of um application devices yeah so um you and they've got a video on their website that kind of uh it shows what they're envisioning it used for they want to connect everything yeah everything so they they're like yeah you can use this to um log your biking hours uh you can use it to plug in and lock up uh security you know as you're leaving the the corporate building or whatever like not as a consumer but on a professional level you can use it for that um you you can uh, use it to send emails or whatever. I'm sure there's a consumer level to it as well. Um, so you've got the 64 gig, which uses flash memory, which is probably better if you're just going to use um, quick applications that are going to just trigger, and it's yeah. not going to be like storing things to it or writing to it a lot. It's just going to kind of read from it. Yeah. Um, whereas with the with the solid state, it provides you know a larger area where you can use it to collect data or uh, send data or, you know, receive things or whatever you want to use it for. Yeah. The top one has an I five. The one below that has uh core M three below that and 4,200 below that and 3,450. Um, so that's for like, what for the, sorry. Cut no, you could go ahead. You good. It's, it's quite a jump. Like it says, yeah, right here, a seventh gen, i5 v pro mm-hmm. chip in the highest level and in the bottom mm-hmm. you have a celeron in 3450 like right that's a pretty significant jump in uh, processor power i would say but that's the thing is they want to cover the everything spectrum. yeah you you're not going to use a uh you know a, a a dump truck to pick up the the kids from school you know that's that's yeah, yeah. not not built for that uh so you've got stuff that's like a lot more processor heavy and then you have stuff that are meant for quick tasks so yeah covering the whole spectrum is really interesting and it's kind of we're going to enter a whole new age here with the miniaturization of the computer and the affordability of the components of the computer mm-hmm. to you know currently we're running giant PCs, custom built PCs, you know, on our on our desktop, and they cost you know like whatever thousand, fifteen hundred bucks, that whatever they are. And yeah, we're we're getting to the point where you're going to be running a PC for a whole bunch of stuff because of the Internet of Things. You're gonna you're gonna have these tiny affordable computers hooked to everything you own, <laughs> so you can control it with mm-hmm. the Internet. And uh, I mean, you you already carry your one around in your pocket the whole time. Right, right. Our phones are miniature computers. My yeah, I'm pretty sure my LG V20 has better specs than my Chromebook does, um, <laughs> and it probably you know what it might even have specs on par or better than my iMac uh, that's sitting here from 2011. Yeah, um, it probably does actually. Now I'm <laughs> thinking about it, mm-hmm. but uh, anyway, the Internet of Things is huge. And uh, that is something we're going to be talking about in an upcoming episode. 
is mm-hmm. just uh, device connectivity, all the things coming out uh, like AI and uh, kind of like what we were just or what I was just talking about, the NVIDIA AI system. Um, just everything in your house being connected to the Internet and controlled through one or multiple devices. Um, there's a lot going on in that field. So, yeah, coming up, coming up uh, next couple weeks, next month or so, we'll see. And we'll have a tech episode uh, talking all about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this this one has, so, yeah, the Intel compute card. It's similar to the Raspberry Pi. Yeah. But the Raspberry Pi is, like, the Tinkerer's version, you know. Right. This is This is the... Uh, Intel's taking it and they're saying, "All right, these are the the like honed in versions, uh, and the higher powered, and it's more compact, and you can just you can you can literally like put it inside of like a TV and just make sure that it's connected and it's boom, all in one machine right there. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man." So much, so much stuff is oh, about man. to change. Like pretty soon, you may not even have to have a cell phone. You could just throw your digit on uh, on an iPad and have that. Yeah. Or you just you know. you, it, you, it, that could that could like that could almost bring back the payphone model. Yeah. Where you know before you would have to if you wanted if you were out and about and you had to make a call, you go to a payphone, you pop pop a quarter in. You know now maybe you're out and about you go over hit the touch screen you know pop your number in hit the password hit enter and then boop, 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 send your thing and then you're on your way granted there's nothing you know there's nothing that can beat the the portability currently of a cell phone being right. able to take that with you but yeah that's all just speculation yeah true true um oh the digits even work on smart watches too any 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 device oh, <laughs> so you can have yeah your digits just straight up on your watch all the time and not carry a phone um i don't know it's it's crazy we're gonna get into it but this episode's running way long we gotta we have we gotta bring it back around a, here a jumbo jumbo episode today i think that was a great episode yeah that was, that was good that was let me uh let me bring us home yeah here. bring us so, home uh as usual you guys can find us on uh your social media websites. We've got Twitter and Facebook, BitXBit Podcast. Uh, same with Patreon and YouTube. Uh, we've got some some content up on YouTube. More content on the way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. I'm. I'm. We got. We got. There are a couple of projects. A um, couple of video projects. A couple of um, design projects. I think that we've got coming in the works. That I'm really looking forward to it. So. All right, man. You ready to get out of here? Yeah, get, I gotta. Get yep, gotta gotta sleep. <laughs> I need to. I need to go out of sleep. All right, guys. Catch you later. See everybody. On the next one. you were gonna say would you like this strawberry ice cream <laughs> or would you like this bowl of would you- <laughs> throwback
Man, missed opportunities. Can I do it again? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, man. That's so funny, man. Oh, man. <laughs> or this bowl of <laughs> Perfect. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so we planned to do a little bit of like a rumor meal. Rumor meal. Rum, 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 rum. Um, Rum, it's delicious. (laughs) We were going to (laughs) do... Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Little bit of magic.